You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast, including myself. Welcome back, me, to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I am glad to be back, as I'm sure both of you, Anna, Paul, are glad to have me back, correct? Yes? Yes, so much so. Yeah, definitely. Probably. <laughs> awesome. I I take that without any hint of irony or sarcasm and totally <laughs> at face value. <laughs> you just you, We need you to keep us in line, Rick. I see. Uh, you guys held the ship perfectly fine without me. It was totally fine after copious amounts of editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we are... No longer asking each other how we're doing, we're just jumping right in, but uh, at the same time, while I was gone, we did not get around to addressing any listener emails, and we actually had one this time. So, uh, I'm going to dig into the mailbag here and get to this before we get back to our episode proper. This email comes from Rick Reynolds, who wrote into mail at classicgamersguild.com. He writes... Hi, folks. I'm a relatively new listener to the podcast, but enjoying what I've heard so far. Well, thank you very much, Rick. I have a question I hope you can answer. I've played several games using Scum VM and am decently familiar with how to set that up. A friend recently asked if I had played the Nancy Drew graphical adventure games. I said that I hadn't and then checked to see if they are playable in Scum VM. Reading around the Scum VM wiki, I see that these games use an engine called Nancy and that the Nancy engine is one in a list of engines that is not built into ScumVM. They mentioned that six of the games are playable, but another couple dozen are not supported yet. Uh, my question is about the status of this Nancy engine. Is there a Nancy engine program that I can download and use to play those games? Uh, based on what I'm reading, I have no expectation that my ScumVM client can play them right now, but they are listed in the ScumVM wiki as if they are part of the project in some way. Do you understand the relationship between the ScumVM project, the program I can play games in, and these other engines that are not built into ScumVM? Thanks, Rick Reynolds. Um, Paul, I'm going to give this entirely to you because not only are you kind of like the emulation guru, but you're mm -hmm. also like really in deep and tight with the ScumVM uh, knowledge. So I'm going to pass this to you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm in deep. It's not. It's not that tight. That doesn't, that's not, that's not important. It's, it's, okay, so, so the engine, I'm digesting this here. Never been a good multitasker. Um, I know that was like a way. lot okay. of stuff all at once. So if you want me to repeat anything, I'm here for you. Thanks, mate. Um, in this one, you mean for like regards. anything at all, right? In this one, regards, I got some stuff going on. This oh, okay. one thing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, okay, so so I'll put it this way: the Blade Runner, the, the game Blade Runner, recently got support for Scum VM. Um, I don't know if it was it last November. Doesn't matter. Recently, and the engine for Blade Runner, I think it was called Blade. Doesn't matter. Again, was in the developmental builds for Scum and, and on their wiki and etc. Could be found. Could even be downloaded from them directly for years, years before. Blade Runner was actually supported. Um, I think another game in the current situation with with the Nancy engine, etc., I think is The Last Express, which I don't think is officially supported, but again, the engine's in there. So I'm saying all this to say that 
it means that some ambitious coder who was probably a, a huge fan of Nancy pulled, uh, you know, pulled the build from, from GitHub and worked in an engine for it, probably more than one person, of course, and got so far, but not to the point of completion. And that's kind of down to the community, right? Because ScumVM is a completely free program built by the community, etc., to a degree anyway. And so you really need people testing these games to, to get to the point where you can say that it's officially working and supported and bug-free. So I would imagine the best thing you could do in your case for being excited for support for, for Nancy games would be to start playing them. Well, I'll back up one step to go to the official website, um, go to downloads, go to daily builds, and download the, the latest developmental build um, and use that. Right now it'll say 2.3 git. Um, download that. That'll play the unsupported games for you. So you can just, if you know, if you can, just breeze through them as quick as you can. If you want to be helpful or bloody, take a saunter and enjoy playing them. I don't know why I'm trying to rush you through <laughs> something that is entirely your decision. We need our but, Nancy um, Drew now. Yeah, if you could go ahead and hurry up. <laughs> we were like all depending on you, mate, because um, <laughs> these mysteries aren't going to solve themselves. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, long story short, get get the developmental one and and submit bugs to them. You, you submit it to their bug tracker. I've done it a few times. It's a little, it's fine. I'm not going to deter you. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I guess long story short as to, to why is somebody got, you know, pretty far into implementing it, but they just haven't gotten all the way. And how can we get all the way is to give them bug reports on the game so it can get support in the next, you know, release or five. The end. Did I do all right? That was pretty damn good. I mm -hmm. I do have to admit, it's more than I had. Well, I'm dehydrated now, and the, the, I've peaked. That was all the effort <laughs> I had saved up for one energy. I mean, Usually, episode. the best praise I see? see from you, Rick, is uh, silence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would usually be me processing the fact that I have nothing uh, to say that is not like an insult. No insult. Oh, nothing to say. Yeah, I'm quiet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bring good. If I can't, if I don't have anything bad to say, I don't say anything. Right. Keeps yeah. us in check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, speaking of Nancy Drew, our friend Ivy Dupler, who was on our mm -hmm. show a little while back, she actually does stream herself playing uh, Nancy Drew games quite a bit on her Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, so, if you want to just uh, go over to Twitch. Look up Ivy Dupler, I V Y D U P L E R. She does, uh, she streams a lot of Nancy Drew. Uh, so you can always check her out. She's pretty entertaining about it. You could probably even ask her how she's running it if, um, if it's something which is unusual because she mm -hmm. gets them to work pretty well. So, um, go for that. All right. So to our episode this week, we are doing game character death matches. <laughs> um, so we have this big spinny wheel, of which I put down a bunch of, uh, community selected characters, uh, and a few that I just put in there because I figured they should be there. Yeah. And we're not going to take individual turns. Like it's not going to be Paul's turn, Anna's turn, my turn. We're just going to bring it up. We're going to talk about it. We can debate it until we come to a consensus. Yeah. And the goal, the goal will be to have a definitive winner or, you know, as much as we can agree, I guess you'd say, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, uh, the, oh, the, so the rules for the death match will be it takes place on an American-sized football field. Uh, 
made a stupid joke on Facebook. I shouldn't have. I should have saved it for this, but I'm not going to do it twice. It's not that good. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, And yeah, each character has their trademark thing that they carry with them. You know, so if we come across basically adventure game characters, they're the ones that aren't going to typically have like a weapon or whatever. Then then they get, you know, if it's Roger, he gets his plunger. Um, Bobbin from Loom would get his distaff. King Graham would get, I guess, like Cedric or a pie or whatever. We'll, we'll de- yeah, you know. we'll determine these um, when they come up. Yeah, per per basis. Um, the one thing I want to get semantic pedantic about is uh, when you say a football field, is that just to imply a big, wide open space with no obstacles, or can they like go into the locker room, go into the hallway, go into the parking lot, into the stands and the bleachers, up the up the uh, poles? Whatever you call it, goalposts. Yeah, the, them, the, yeah, the, the metal sticks. <laughs> I did worse than you did. Yeah, and, uh, um, it's no, it's a good question. I, I guess honestly, I didn't give it too much thought. I just kind of said that and never looked back. But I would say it probably originally was for the isolation. Okay, factor. so there's just yeah, you're like, in a blank space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, the, so they can't MacGyver through the situation. Okay. So, um. Wide open space. That's all we were really going for. Yeah. Unless it turns out to be boring, then we can change the rules. <laughs> then we'll, yeah. The, the, at least <laughs> round one will be in big open space. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Got to start w- somewhere. With, with the floor. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so spin one. I don't know if you can hey. actually hear that. Can you hear that? No. No, but, but listen okay. to this. Ready? It's actually taking kind of a long time. Sorry. Okay, it landed on... Uh... Um, it landed on the wizard hero with force bolt spell. It was oh, originally yeah, I... proposed as being a flame dart, but I thought force bolt would be more interesting. Except now I regret it because force bolt is useless in a big wide open space. So, damn. Um, yeah, no, I, I know a lot about both of them, so we're good. Yes. <laughs> and he is fighting Elmo Pug with the Nukem Dukem robot. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is stunned silence there. <laughs> I'm processing. I'm processing. All right. Give it some time. Can yeah, please? So, um, um... You know what? I'm, I'm sorry, mate. Let me take a quick time out. I made a mistake by bringing this wheel in here because now he wants it and it's loud, so I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. That was... Go, that go. It's not that. worth it. All right. Be right fair there. enough. Um, so, we have a wizard hero. I, I said force bolt, but again, like that was based on maybe not being in a big wide open space. Mm-hmm. So, if is there a better spell he could have? I don't know. Force bolt is pretty standard. It is. So it'll just like knock around people, including a guy in a giant mech suit. <laughs> um. All right. So how do we go about? How do we go about this? How big is the robot supposed to be that he has? Um, well, you've played Space Quest 3. Yeah. Yeah. You know the big robots in the end where you fight oh, each right. other. Of course. So he's in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, uh, who's the other guy? <laughs> wait, wait, which other guy? <laughs> the the oh, not geez. Space Quest guy, not Omo. Oh. Uh, the wizard hero from Quest for Glory. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. It's, okay. In other words, you. As a wizard. Yes, with spells. With a spell. 
Force bolt. Only one. <laughs> More than I have. Wouldn't it be great to have just one spell? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be picky. I wouldn't be like, oh, I need six. <laughs> like, one's fine. <laughs> you get detect. <laughs> detect magic yeah, so-, so I can know where the cool shit is, but I can't have it. <laughs> oh, wow. That's some sort of living hell. <laughs> you get detect magic in the real world where magic doesn't exist. <laughs> Man, this thing sucks. No hot spots. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I don't know how we can really illustrate this. I think basically it's pretty cut and dry that Elmo Pug and a Nukem Dukem robot is just going to like squish the hero. Yeah, that's a technology he never really well, had to encounter. What's the, What's the one spell the hero gets? Force bolt. In this scenario, yeah. what is it? Force bolt. If he can get it into the suit, it would just knock around in there, though. Right, but does he have that good aim? <laughs> Depends. He's you have to look at his skills. <laughs> I, I think if you look at it, he's like from the hero on the ground to the um, the cockpit of the Nukem Dukem robot. He is clearly beyond like a screen length. Hmm. Which the internet cut out a little bit when you said his... pit. <laughs> we're not going back. Um, <laughs> so we're not... Um... <laughs> so Elmo Pug is probably out of the effective range of that spell. So this is no contest in the slightest. Although he's still young, he... right? That That would give him a disadvantage on the playing field. Isn't the hero like, what, 17 or 20? I don't know. That's a good question. I would imagine he starts when he's like a young, eager 20-year-old and goes on from there. but Or even younger. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll say he's we had the buddies. If only we recently had the opportunity to find that out. Yeah, should have asked. Well, how old's Elmo well, Pug? He can't be more than like 13, 14. Yeah, um, I think he's 14. Is he? Yeah, he's or not is very 17? old. 17? Well, we'll say teenager versus 20-something. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if the spell did reach him, Anna, you said it was just going to knock around in there. Like, what's what do we... Mm-hmm. Best case scenario for him, is, that, is is even that close to victory? Well, I mean, Breaks force bolts can be lethal. Mm-hmm. Like four so of if them. On his best day, if he could manage to get four of them into that suit, he's got a chance. Yes. Although if it's in the suit and it knocks around, maybe one of them knocking around long enough. I think oh. I think once it hits a person, does it bounce off that person and continue to do damage, or does it just like do damage oh. to that one person and that's it? No, it just does damage and then that's it. You're right. Okay, so he needs to score four perfect shots. Mm-hmm. I don't like his odds. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not looking good. <laughs> Poor hero. All right, so shall we say that Elmo Pug has won this one? Shockingly. Yeah, but his glasses did get broken. Yeah, and he lost one tooth. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did take damage. Indeed. Yeah. He's got a mouse under the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure that Nukem Dukem robots are built pretty solidly, so he won't be able to, like, force bolt open a control panel and, like, expose wiring or anything like that i don't think it's that fragile oh what if it does call, cause an electricity issue shorts it just it, due to the nope, nature of it can't too well too well armored <laughs> it, th- these aren't made of paper 
they're they're made of like steel and robot stuff. Mm-hmm. He, okay. He's not he's not casting uh, lightning ball. That's true. Yeah, force bolt. Well, isn't force bolt like a bolt of lightning? I've always thought like no. a bolt of energy. It's just, it's it's like yeah, it's like a ball of energy. It's just mm-hmm. like kinetic energy or something like that, but it's not mm-hmm. electric. Hmm. I wonder if it would activate something that ran off of electricity. Nah. You don't think it Yeah, would? is this like a Thor situation, you know, where you can touch it? <laughs> no. All right. Anyways, I think we're Moving done on. here. Yeah, no, that was here. good. I think we can move along now. <laughs> All right. We are spinning. And this time we get... Okay. Um, Keith Robinson from Police Quest 2. Yes. He gets to fight or not fight. A hmm. hundred lemmings. <laughs> oh, this yeah, is good. There's a good one. Well, just being honest with the listeners up front, there's no way I'm going to allow the Lemmings to, to win this, <laughs> theoretically. Whatever that, yeah. It's, well, I, I can't. Like, even if they should, I don't know if I, if I can do it to Keith, but... I don't think Keith I mean, has th- any capacity to fight back against them. Yeah, like, does he win by going and taking a smoke break and accidentally taking the wrong turn and <laughs> leaving the arena, and then, like, he just... <laughs> That's the end of the match. I guess then he'd lose. He'd lose by forfeit, wouldn't he? Yeah. At that point. I think you're Damn. not allowed to leave the arena. But it's not like he means to. <laughs> Just going for a break well, it's, for a it's, second. It's kind of like the like uh, like fight a, a hundred B-sized horses or, or horse size, one horse size B or something. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what it's, I don't want to do. But, but to keep in mind, too, the lemmings are – they're organized, Mm-hmm. Incredibly organized. Yes. So, I mean, you can't just, like, you know, he's not going to just mow through them. Well, how small are they? Uh, Lemming-sized. Yeah, like, because if he digs a hole, they're all just going to fall into it and keep walking back and forth in perpetuity, <laughs> right? They can dig a hole for him <laughs> to fall into. <laughs> Use one of their blow-up guys. What if, what if Keith just, like, puts a cigarette out on the grass and they all fall into the hole that it made? <laughs> That is not. I, I don't know what cigarettes you smoke, but I is want that one of those. <laughs> that is not how cigarettes work. Okay. Extra strength. I asked you to suspend your disbelief just a little too far. Apologies. <laughs> I can believe in a hundred lemmings wielding weapons and umbrellas and punching their way the, through walls, but I cannot believe works. a cigarette will burn a hole <laughs> deep enough. To kill a lemming. <laughs> it works if it's like a super soft sand and he pushes it way down in there. Nah, it's a stretch. I'm not going to defend this. The, the super soft sand that football fields are made of? Oh, American fields. That's right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bikini beach football. Not that one. <laughs> and my question is, do the lemmings have somebody being overlord like God over them? Or are they just like making their own decisions to try to kick his ass? Because I'm imagining that that's that wouldn't be quite as organized. I I think this is genuinely a good match because I mean mm-hmm. he's only got you know twelve rounds or so, and that's a lot of lemmings. And again, they are mm-hmm. organized and they all have like little you know accessories. How, well, here's the thing. You know how they always talk about the um, the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. What yeah. we have here is 
the object that doesn't do anything versus the object that goes the other way. Like <laughs> they're a stalemate in how they don't do anything to each other. That's a good point, you know, because that 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 brings me to I think my actual conclusion is Keith would have a reason to win, just being aware that that he has to. The lemmings, I don't even know if they wouldn't like I, Keith's mm-hmm. got more motivation, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, if no one's controlling them, they're just um, going to wander around like morons until he shoots most of them and kills the rest in some <laughs> other more graphic way. He doesn't shoot anything. Come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, I, sorry. Do, do we? Okay. Right, we we got to pick a winner. So are you guys going with Keith? I'm going with Keith. Um, I'm not. It was entirely always going to be Keith. I I'm not entirely convinced. I think the Lemmings would get him. He wouldn't. You? He wouldn't do anything. I'm trying to think of him in. in I mean, in in, in the way airplane scene, he he didn't cower. He did. He did. I mean, he wasn't useful. Don't get me wrong. But but he he, you know, he didn't cower. He didn't run away and hide. He he, he you know he keithed off somewhere. But you're right. <laughs> there, was a, there was a horrible argument. Yeah. No. He um he does not do things. And uh, he, he, yeah, he he can't even evade them because he's uh, he he needs a smoke break. He has very low cardio capacity. <laughs> Gets like yeah, a few steps true. away, and he's like, "Come on, guys, I just need another smoke. Just hold on." <laughs> Get to this fight in a minute, take, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't take years of chain smoking into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> and a hundred of, of them. That's, that's fair well, amount. Here, here's what I need help with, real quick. I, I mentioned the size thing. But like, is it is it lemmings, real lemmings to a assumedly real size Keith? Like lemming to human, is that the size ratio, or are we doing like pixel to pixel? Because the think, pixel lemmings are super tiny. Yeah, I think that if you were to actually compare them, they would probably amount to the same proportion. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that is how perception works, huh? The only. The only way right. we can kind of guess that maybe it would be different than just them being the size of a lemming is if we look at some of the backgrounds and dis- and kind of like figure that maybe lemmings are considerably larger in the game. Because mm-hmm. they like go into tents, which means that they could be up to human size. <laughs> <laughs> I always pictured them being kind of like upper thigh height, you know, in the game. Yeah, maybe, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're we're just going with rodent size. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I always assume like uh like shoe size. I figured like reap a cheap in Narnia, like <laughs> larger than your typical lemming, but smaller than a human. That that's a very large gap variable. Like the size of Wait, a three year old child. This is this is important for for the outcome. So, are we doing? Okay, I'll put it this way. If we do human-sized Keith, like, you know, I don't know, five foot ten. A Keith-sized you know. Keith, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes, I, I can't explain it, but I somehow know you understand. Um, if, if it's a human to to an actual lemming, then according to, to you know, quick internet, whatever, lemmings are four to five and a half inches, so 115 millimeters in length, and about, about like, an inch tall, so okay. they're they're really small. Yeah, there's a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, four inches. Yeah, and each one has the capacity to punch through walls. Oh, <laughs> they do dig freaking fast too. I, I don't know. You had an I ace mean... in your sleeve with the hole punching thing. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> could have ended this a while ago. <laughs> 
I did bring it up. Do you go into like later lemmings? There's like the fire breathing lemming, wasn't there? Oh yeah, later on they have like bazookas and stuff, but we'll uh, yeah exactly. We'll ignore that and just stick with like lemmings one. Um, Yeah, if if they each have Spider Man strength, then this is all right. Here we go. How about this? There's a hundred lemmings, all but one of them. So ninety nine lemmings will cling and attach to Keith, and then nuke and explode. Wow. Okay. I don't think he would survive that. You don't like those um, honeybees that uh, swarm the Japanese hornets and just buzzed until they die? Yeah. That. Overheat them. But explode. Hmm. Damn. Well, wait. If they all explode, aren't they dead too? I said 99 of them. There's Uh, one left. Mm -hmm. Cover the bases. Well played. (laughs) Was there a thing at the beginning of the match that said how many lemmings had to win for us to win? Not as of yet. Because okay. you'd the be whole like, point oh, of you... there being a hundred of them is that they can take a few losses. But like, what level would let you win with one percent? The intro? I don't know. <laughs> so Fine. maybe you'd have to like. Fine. Fifty of them will attach to him and explode. I'm pretty sure that'll still. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you win on that. <laughs> I don't have a comeback for that one. <laughs> All right. Levings have defeated Keith Robinson. Oh, man. Really tried. There were a hundred of them. That's nothing to be ashamed of. (laughs) (laughs) There's no shame in losing to a hundred lemmings that explode on you. All right. So, spin the wheel. Um, We have Passionate Patty. I I could not think of a signature weapon for her, but I'm guessing perhaps coconuts in her bra. That's right. (laughs) Yes, to take out the, uh, the pig. Mm-hmm. The warthog thing. Her bra with the coconuts. It was coconuts, Yeah, bra right? with coconuts yeah. in it. Yeah. She uses it like, it. A, like it, a... It can be off a wild boar. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then mm-hmm. she is up against Indiana Jones. Yeah. Ha-ha. Which... Is he armed with his fists, his wits, or a team? <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard time deciding... Because part of me wanted to be cheeky and say that he is equipped with the Holy Grail, but I just decided <laughs> to go with his whip. Oh, okay. I was going to say he could be equipped with a psychic. <laughs> I don't think you get partners in this. No. Indiana Jones has fought Nazis, so he's got that on him. <laughs> yeah. So we have to basically determine if Passionate Patty is tougher than an army of Nazis. Yeah, it was. It's not looking. It's not looking good for her because, I mean, it, it's. I don't think it's like it. it it'll be a fight, you know. She, Will I, it? I'm sure I don't she's, think they'll be fighting. Do you know Indiana Jones and Passionate Patty? Yeah, is he gonna like? Does he even beat on chicks other than like in a different way? <laughs> I, I think. I, I think the river. <laughs> nice. I think the river. Uh, the river segment of the game gave her. Gave her. You know. Gave her a little bit of an edge. You know. She. She. She had to kill the pig with, with her with her bra thing, and and I'm just saying, even if she only manages to barely scratch his face while she's going down, she's gonna try. Well, she's white. Oh, she'll go down, all right. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I fear that's knocked me off concentration. I believe um, she's gonna win by a different is... tactic yeah, altogether. No, no, I, th- I think she's really smart. I think she knows how to use her sexiness. Mm-hmm. I think that she can. Totally seduce Indiana Jones because we all know oh, Indiana yeah. Jones is not anywhere 
close to being immune from seduction. Mm-hmm. And while his guard is down, she can smash his skull in with coconuts yes. in a bra. Ooh, that's yeah. a great angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super plausible. Because, I mean, I can't yeah, I see mean, him rushing in and just punching her around. Yeah. <laughs> and, or he can whip her and she'll probably like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what kind of a weapon is that? Ooh, the right kind. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a weapon. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this case. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it's, Patty. It's literally Patty. A, a warning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't threaten her with a good time. <laughs> All right. So I, I think, and, you know, I, yeah, I'm going, I'm full on going Patty on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's not a stretch at all to say that she could seduce him. And mm-hmm. once, yeah, and it's over. Yeah. No, she's hot. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, next next round. That was a good twist ending. Hmm. <laughs> that wasn't bad. We have Bob and Threadbare. Clearly has his distaff. And um, I guess we'll allow him to use any spells um, that can be used through the distaff, which is all of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he is up against Mario with the fire flower. <laughs> nice one. Okay. Um, Very cool. I, I know for our listeners, Loom is like, you know, the game, like Bob and Threadbare, you can't ever say anything bad about him. But, um, you know, Mario can just like snap out those fire um, fireballs and Bobbin has to like sing out chords in order for thing his <laughs> distaff to like buzz for a bit before an effect takes place. Ooh, that's a good point, because I was going to say he could just like, I don't know, cast sleep. Oh, he can cast but Rend. Does he have... Well, yeah, but I mean, does he have time? Yeah, I know. That's oh, the problem. You bring up a good point. Yes. I, I, he, he, can, he can do it even faster than Mario can. All he's got to do mm. is take his hood off. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that's, uh, um, th- that's a shoe-in. That, that's uh, the correct answer. Like first round knockout. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I forgot all about that. I was focusing on the distaff and the spells, but you do bring up a good point. He... Looking on um, a weaver with uh, beneath the cloak is fatal. Immediately and instantly. Yes, exactly. Good, All good right. call. Good call on that one. That's um. There's there's That's no further debate. Yeah. <laughs> Fight over. And we don't have any hate mail because we allowed Bobbin to win, so yeah. everyone wins. Except for Mario, who definitely does not win. Yeah, no, he's. But Luigi wins. Yeah. Um, so he's we, got Princess Peach on his shoulder I crying was right say, now. Yeah. Custody of Princess Peach. Yeah. Um, oh, we all know that she wants to be with Bowser. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I follow him everywhere and freaking Mario keeps kidnapping me. Dragging her back. Yeah. Come what back the hell, home, man? young lady. You and your creepy brother, like, go away. <laughs> okay. Um, so we got Guybrush Threepwood who is equipped with both his sword and his insults. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. see if that plays any factor when he f- goes up against the Avatar of Virtue with the black sword. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, he's going to need an, his actual sword. I don't think hurting feelings <laughs> is on the table. Okay, for now I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, for anyone who thinks that the Avatar can use the black sword and just use uh, the death, because um, for those of you who don't know, 
the black sword, you can talk to it because it's possessed by a demon. You can uh, choose instant death on any target. Um, the the black sword is not interested in lesser enemies. So I'm, I'm not saying that to put down Guybrush. I'm just saying that the sword would not consider Guybrush worthy of instant death. So the <laughs> avatar does have to actually fight him and not just call upon the demon. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, how do you, how do you win against somebody who's good at treasure hunting? Well, I'll tell you. That's that's going to be a tricky one. See, and and I mean, Guybrush could just dance pattern right out of the way, right? Well, here's the thing. See, the way fighting works in Monkey Island, and let let me make this absolutely clear. I love Ultima more than I like Monkey Island. All right, let's just. I want to make that absolutely clear before I get into this. Mm-hmm. But the way fighting works in Monkey Island is that you tell a joke and if the person is not able to um, uh, retaliate that joke with a comeback, then the person is too distracted to fight. So Guybrush will be like, you fight like a dairy farmer and Avatar will be like, job. And that just won't work. (laughs) Avatar has no um, answers for Guybrush. Literally. What if, okay. (laughs) So that's bringing Avatar to his world. What if we brought Guybrush to Avatar's world? Oh, then it's a slaughter. Then it's a slaughter. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's kind of, kind of. Yeah. Because Avatar's got all sorts of things going on that Guybrush doesn't have. Like, God, he meditates, right? Guybrush, I don't think he would even know what meditation is. (laughs) Has, has Guybrush ever, is, I can't, I'm trying to recall now. I've I've not played the the third past the second one. I've only played the first two. I know I need to play the third one, um, mm-hmm. but um, depends who you ask. I'm trying to th- yeah, later. true. I'm gonna play it for the clouds. They're amazing, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm trying to recall if I've ever seen Guybrush, you know, use a sword without being jokey. You know, like can he actually uh, even right. sword fight? Like like if we put them, kind of forget about whose world they're in and just put them in our world on a football field and say, you know, you're both holding the sword, go. Mm-hmm. It would probably be Avatar. I'm just trying to think if I could back yeah. Guybrush up at all by thinking of a single no. time that, that he, maybe, you know, came Maybe if he brought up his ultimate, like, voodoo root beer move or something. That would be his only hope. And I don't think it would work on anybody who wasn't, like, you know, a ghost pirate. So, mm. Well, I will say this about the Avatar. He uses, like, um, especially if he uses the black sword, it's like this big broadsword. Right, so he would be fighting pretty uh, uh, hack and slashy without much finesse. Mm-hmm. Right, it's basically battle time. It's not fencing. Whereas, right. if we were to take Guybrush into our world, we can pretty much safely compare him to Will Turner from Pirates of the uh-huh. Caribbean, who is like a skilled swordsman. Hmm. I don't know the yeah. Avatar. The yeah. quest for the Avatar is forever. So he's just gonna keep going until he does win, mm-hmm. like no matter what. So can I guess the question is: Can Avatar, with just like sw- like um, swinging a broadsword, versus Guybrush with like actual fencing skill? Yeah, because Guybrush can't die very easily. Get it? Ah, right. <laughs> Got to be held underwater for. He's not underwater minutes. or anything. Yeah. Because he is in LucasArts, he is effectively invulnerable. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> automatic. But the Avatar doesn't die either very much. 
He always mm. gets brought back. Yeah. He gets better mm. from death. So, mm-hmm. so my thing is, I'm not. I'm not even convinced that. Like, I think Guybrush would be more more of a Johnny Depp's character than Will Turner. Really? Yeah, I don't see him being like a skilled fenceman. Oh. I always, I always took him to be, like, kind of. I always took them to both be kind of different aspects of him. Uh, but I always kind of pictured him a little bit more Will Turner than uh, than um, Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. In my head, I see it as Guybrush being the loser. Being the loser. I just, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I would like the Avatar to win this. I'm just not sure how much. Like I said, um, if we do kind of take it as his weapon is the sword and insults, that kind of implies that the insults are the weapon. And will they work without being reciprocated, like you say? Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't that render them ineffective altogether without the other half? Do they need That's half why I wonder if it should be significant that the insults are a major mechanic in the fight. Because mm. if so, then the Avatar cannot win, because it's just sort of like, you know, um, name. <laughs> and that's yeah. all you can say to anything. I don't think... I don't think with the previous ones we've really been bringing their their world mechanics into it. It's been more just like you're on a field kill. Yes, there is that. But so, like I said, uh, Guybrush's weapon is his sword and insults, so we can possibly. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's inherently with it. Yeah. Yeah, I man, that, tra- that draws a line right down the center because mm-hmm. it's like if if that is a you know an effective blow to his enemy's health. The, then in this case the enemy well all right well in in this what, case what, what happens can, hmm? what can he what can avatar do in between insults like can can he one strike kill him because then he can just take an insult and then kill him um he possibly the pr- could the black sword is incredibly powerful mm-hmm. but i'm just going to say that avatar just casts armageddon and everything is destroyed so win yeah and lose <laughs> Yeah, and lose. There's a real oh, lesson to be learned. <laughs> yeah, but he'll come back. So yeah, uh, uh, like Avatar will be the last man standing, incredibly literally. <laughs> Maybe they both win because Avatar gets regenerated and Guybrush wakes up in a theme park. So <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't matter. <laughs> Win-win. Uh, okay, well we're I, I we'll call this a tie then. Yeah. Fair enough. Whether they mm-hmm. both die or they both live, it's basically a tie. Mm-hmm. Although we did say we would have a definitive winner. Oh, shit. I still say Avatar. Can can one insult kill Avatar? No. So it's got to be it's got to be Avatar. I don't okay. think Guybrush only gets... He's only going to get one insult in mm-hmm. before yeah. Avatar strikes a blow. Okay, and I, I don't think he's going to survive any strike. All right. No. All right. We'll go with that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay. All right. Um, next up, we have Rosella with the Cupid bow. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, Cupid doesn't think so. <laughs> we'll we'll I'm see what for happens her. with this. Uh, and she is up against Laura Bow with the dagger of Amon Ra. Uh. <laughs> Rosella with the bow against Laura Bow with the dagger. Yes. So um, r- before Laura Bow can get anywhere within dagger range. Rosella uh, hits her with an arrow from the Cupid bow, which makes Laura Bow fall in love with Rosella, and the winner is everybody. Yes, the people watching. Wow. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
or I'll watch either way. Yeah, that gave me a lot to work with. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I, I would say to make it interesting, first thing I'll say is Rosella is probably pretty shit with a bow and arrow. <laughs> she's real new to it. You know, she just found the thing. So, so I don't, I don't know if she's going to get the first blow in. She's hit everything that she's ever it was, aimed at. Yeah, but so, Unicorns are big. You know, now she's just due to not hit something. <laughs> <laughs> By the laws of statistical laws of averages. <laughs> I think Laura Bow doesn't like do a lot. She's just going to like start taking notes. Oh, Rosella's here. Oh, she apparently has like a bow and arrow. She'll just write down all the details until she like dies. <laughs> but she'll very well um, catalog everything that happened. Exactly. All the way right up until the end. Winner. She'll be like, the killer was Rosella. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I like them both so much. It's hard to do this without bias, right? Because I'm like, I can't, I'm not, I can't kill Laura Bow. So the brain mm-hmm. starts working immediately in, in a non-biased direction. I think that Rosella will charm Laura Bow with the Cupid arrows. Mm-hmm. Um convince Laura Bow to give her the dagger and if Rosella is so inclined she can then kill Laura Bow with the dagger. Yeah. It's same principle as same principle as uh, Passionate Patty versus Indiana Jones. Yeah. Love. What's love got to do with it? Everything, guys. Everything. (laughs) Love conquers all and slaughters them horrendously. (laughs) Oh god, yes. So true. (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah. yeah, she she wins. She's she's got the uh, the far away weapon. You know, I don't know. Rage, I don't know what a term for that is. But thanks. There Play we go. an RPG for yeah. once, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> is that how everyone knows all, all this stuff, and I don't? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So we got King Graham with pie, and he's up against. Wait, did you have it randomized for whether he gets pie or Cedric? No, no, I just put the pie. Oh, okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. he is up against Less Manly. <laughs> and Less Manly has... I didn't pick any item because I couldn't think of one when I was putting him in. But I guess he <laughs> has hopes and dreams or something. <laughs> Somebody else's dreams. Okay. It's not Somebody even his own dreams. fucking dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So. This is going to be a jokey death for whoever goes down. Well, Graham's a third-gen knight, so, like, let's start there. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's put it this way. King Graham is ripped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Less manly. Yeah, he's, he's virtuous. He's got a good education. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me stop so you can talk about less for a minute. Less manly. His no, I'm name. not even done myself. You could you could grate cheese on on Graham's abs. They're, they're, they're you could phenomenal. grate cheese on his biceps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Les Manley's name is Les Manley. Mm. That means they are so they are so confident in his ability to be less manly than anyone that they made it his name. Yeah. So so if anyone could. If if any human could die from a pie in a fight, it's going to be him. Yeah. I mean, there mm-hmm. is that. And I, I know manliness isn't always, like, the big thing. You know, some people who like sensitive and all that. But we're talking about a fight. And um, if you're, like, this scrawny mm-hmm. pencil neck geek, probably not going to beat King Graham in Plus, a fight. Plus, he's kind of like a no, knockoff no Sierra character mm-hmm. in the first place. So... Yeah, so he dies a generic death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
he already started as the um what what do we say he was the he was the mac and me of leisure suit larry yeah <laughs> so yeah let's let's move on from this i think we know what happens here all right we're going yeah. to do one more all right well um roger wilco with plunger uh is up against ryu from street fighter mm. ah <laughs> poor roger <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, how does Roger win? Well, okay. Ro- let, let's be honest. I was thinking about this the other day. Roger's primary characteristic is luck. So, is there any way he can fluke out of this? I'm hmm. finding it very hard to believe because Ryu is a very disciplined fighter. Oh, is his name actually Ryu? My whole life, I've been calling him Ryu. Everyone does, but it's oh. Ryu because is it, Ryu is an actual name me. that actually exists. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Everyone called him Ryu because it was at a time when no one knew the name Ryu. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough interneting going around to mm-hmm. correct. No. Um, Back in the days of the Dynamix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as far as luck for Roger, I mean, he would need some, like, a, he would need, like, a time, a, not a time cop, that, would, that wouldn't help the cause. He would need a... <laughs> A time ripper or like his son to rip through time and appear there with like a weapon for him or or Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. Trying to, I know it's a stretch. Or Stellar just pops in from out of nowhere and then just does stuff. Yeah. Because you're looking at massive amounts of self-discipline versus the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think you can really count on Ryu to make a mistake and lose. Mm-mm. You would have to beat him at fighting. Mm-hmm. Well. It's a shame because arguably all he'd really need is a pistol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryu has fireballs. I mean, I guess uh, fireballs are no match for a pistol. But, I mean, he does have projectile weapons. Or attacks, yeah, I should say. Yeah. And is like hurricane kick going to kick some butt. Mm-hmm. Which again, probably a very little use against a pistol. Uh, like mm-hmm. if, if Roger had the pulse gun from Space Quest 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we've right. got a plunger. We're working with a plunger here. Unfortunately, that is what we were assigned. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, Duke. <laughs> really trying to get Roger out of the situation. Uh. Has Roger ever fought? Because <laughs> 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 I'm cycling through the games in my head, and I don't think I've he's ever really done anything to actually fight. I guess he kind mm-hmm. of had a shoving match at the end of Space Quest Four. He's better at evading right. than fighting. Yeah. I I don't think you can beat Ryu in a shoving match. Mm-mm. No, you can't get close to him. There's that. Yeah, if he doesn't have a projectile and he can't get close to him, or he'll and be... And he's not getting rescued. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should have There's no luck. way. Throw no. the plunger. Yeah. Throw the match, man, if he has any chance <laughs> of surviving. <laughs> All right, well... I feel like Roger had better luck with a banana peel than a plunger. You know, just something... To, <laughs> yes. Something for the stroke of jokey luck. Yeah, pretty much. Or but to get, like, alas. beamed out of there at the last second. That happens. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, 
before we before we wrap up, I do want to really quickly go over. Uh, Jude Gore had a great one um, on the uh, Facebook page, which was Indiana Jones. I know we've done him versus Guybrush Threepwood. I know we've done him, but I just wanted to go over it really quick with you guys to get your opinion because I thought that was a, that's a kind of a really cool matchup. It seems it seems crazy even. Yeah. Um, no, no insults. The insults don't count, but in this case, they don't really need to because he. I would say he's at least just good enough with the sword, considering Indy doesn't have one. Yeah, but here's be. the thing. Here's the thing. Are we going with? Um, sword versus whip. Like, are we? Because yeah. remember the last time, I, well, or remember one of the times at least when uh, Indiana Jones went up a, against a guy with a sword. Yeah, right. it didn't go well. Well, Guybrush isn't that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the good news. He'd be too. He would. Yeah, he wouldn't be swinging the sword around. He'd be like, "You fight like a dairy farmer." Bam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I because I, I, I don't wrangle, know maybe this, you like a cow. <laughs> maybe maybe this is is literally just you know just me kind of thing. But I I, I have a tendency to look at Guybrushes as Roger to a degree for for argument's sake. So Roger I, I kind of imagine I imagine more Roger Wilco with the sword, which is not going to be super threatening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, I think it would be at the level where it's a, it's it's dangerous, but but it 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 doesn't make sword trump whip because of who's yielding the sword mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i i am fully on board with uh, indiana jones yeah. winning this one mm-hmm. i think so all right then so yep okay well. <laughs> that was agreed upon um well i think we've covered that uh i think that's about it for this round of video game character deathmatch thank you all for joining us um, so if you have any ideas for, um, you know, really cool death matches, you can write us either by email at mail at classicgamersguild.com, or you can come find us on Facebook. We have a page, we have a group, uh, you can tweet us over on Twitter at the CG guild. If you'd like to follow the show for updates, we do update the, uh, Instagram when our episodes go live, or at least, um, within the same day, at, at least, uh, follow us there at CGG Podcast. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, uh, support is always really good and helps us out a lot. You can find us on Patreon. Just look up the Classic Gamers Guild. Um, speaking of which, just wanted to say thank you very much to Chad Armstrong, who is a new donor. Just wanted to um, say thank you very much. We appreciate the support. And uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those in our extra special thanks tier. That would be Mark Fillion and Jay Holmes. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we really, really appreciate your uh, your contributions. Uh, speaking of Mark Fillion, uh, it's been a while since we mentioned this, but uh, Mark is one of the devs behind a game that we are hotly looking forward to, the Chinatown Detective <laughs> Agency. Oh, yeah, um, baby. Uh, there's, do, do you guys want to talk about this one for a bit? Because I, there's a, so much to shower praise on this uh and it's not even out yet yeah i'm re- i'm oh, personally sure. really excited the the art is is gorgeous like it's 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 like if i could custom order a game this this would be this would be one <laughs> yeah basically yeah and it's like a it's a great mix of like a game that you're playing but you involve a little bit of the real world it's kind of an adventure game beautiful mm-hmm. locations i loved it yeah elements of carbon san diego um mm-hmm. And you got to actually like do research, like real research 
<laughs> like pull up your phone yeah. and Google. Like that's actually part of the puzzles. You're going to have to know stuff in the world. Yeah, that makes me like ten times more excited for it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's really cool because, like I, I, I've mentioned before, I, I like pixel art, but I don't like all pixel art. I do think that there are some mm-hmm. pixel art that uh, they're not all created equal. Some are stronger than others. And yeah. I really think that Chinatown Detective Agency is just like, I, I know graphics shouldn't mean that much, but seriously, like just look up the screenshots, uh, download it's when their they're prologue. This good. It's, yeah, it's when it's this good that it's just like, you can't ignore it. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Rick, about uh, Carmen Sandiego. If you play it, you're going to see it, the familiarities. It's going to, it's going to take you right back, but it's also going to like project you into the future. It's, it's just, it's such a cool mind fuck. It's a great game. And shout out to Ricardo Yukum. I hope I'm saying that right, but he's he's the one behind the pixel art in this game, and uh, I've, I've long admired his work, so I was really excited to see that he was doing this game with Mark. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just Smash Made in Heaven, and, and Ricardo's just ridiculously talented. Check out his uh, page. I know he's got one for his art on at least Facebook. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I would even say like it's almost kind of an injustice just to like to even say this is pixel art. Like this is just mm-hmm. good art. Like it's yes. not right. good for True. pixel art. This is just good art. Like it just looks exactly. good. And since we're doing shout-outs, one more to Yak Wax Lips. Amazing YouTube channel. If you're an adventure game fan, go check it out. It's it's sincerely one of the best things to happen to adventure games in a while. Like it's it's it helps me maintain the, the feeling that, that there's still new things to talk about and to do because every week there's a video on, on adventure game news and, and he does play through. He does he does the whole bloody bit, but I'm just saying he the way he presents uh up-and-coming games and demos and really pushes and promotes uh, indie artists that are that are working on or indie developers that are working on games right now is amazing and you know it's it's really nice way to stay connected with with the little adventure game community because he lets you know what's going on every week as far as announcements and demos and things like that so um it's it's a really good youtube channel but check it out yak wax lips all right um and with that, I am out of things to say. Yeah, so don't do murders. Good night, y'all.